You're listening to Confidence Looks Good on You, Girl. My name is Crystal Morgan, and I help women confidently communicate with the people that they love in their life. Let's do it. Hi, how are you? I hope you're doing absolutely amazing. I haven't said this in a while, so I'm going to start off our little talk today with this. If you didn't know, you can directly email me info at crystalmorgancoaching.com with different situations or, or things that you're going through. And I do really try and get responses to you through this podcast. So if there's certain things that maybe I haven't talked about yet or that have just been on your mind and you're thinking to yourself, I wish you would talk more about this or I wish you would talk about this because this is actually what I need an answer to. You can do that. You can email me and say, hey, here's what I got going on, and I'd love it if you can address this in in the podcast, and that way I can do it. Um, I do that on my social media as well. So if you aren't following me, you can find me on Instagram or on Facebook at Crystal Morgan Coaching, and you may notice the same thing. I will refer to questions that I'm answering, and sometimes people are like, where are these questions? And it's really coming from things that I've had you guys tell me and um, obviously things that I've had in my own personal life come up as well. But I want to invite you that if that's something that you um, have been thinking about and you're like, huh, I'd love to get an answer to this, but then email me and let me know so I can answer you. Okay, cool. Now here's what we're going to talk about today. Different ways to say no different ways to say no. No is one of the words that I have found in working with my clients that people get kind of nervous about, especially women. I think that culturally we have been um, seduced into this story that we should be amicable and compliant and serving of other people and their needs. And because of that, we have this idea in our mind that no is a little bit too aggressive that it isn't being the good girl, it isn't being ladylike, right? So I think that it's such an important topic. And my overall goal when I'm working with clients is to really help them get to the place where they can say no. But I do also recognize that there's steps that may need to happen before that. Maybe saying no to someone feels like a very aggressive word to you, and you just have a hard time really getting it out of your mouth. And so I want to give you a few phrases that I have used and that I think are also helpful so that maybe if you're not ready for no, you may be ready for some of these phrases to kind of get you to a place of getting the attention off of you having to actually say that word, but directing the other person in a new direction so that you can hopefully both get what you what you need in your conversation, right? So I have three different phrases that I'm going to talk about that I've used and that you can use as well to help with another way of not directly saying no, but saying something a little bit different as you work on getting to that place to say no. And before I get into those phrases, I want to just really briefly talk about why no is so scary for so many of us. Um, You know, I know I already kind of talked about the cultural aspect of it, but here's the biggest thing that 
I do hear, <laughs> there's usually some variation when I talk to women about what's, you know, what's the problem with you saying no? And it's usually some version of I'm going to hurt somebody else's feelings. So afraid of seeing that moment on someone's face where it kind of changes and the frown comes up or they look at you in some different way. We're so afraid of that moment that we'd prefer to be compliant and say yes and go with whatever it is that they want to do that we put our own needs aside. And I understand that. I lived in that world for a while, but I can tell you that there is a very um, main perspective really that I like to give my clients to help you work through that. And here it is. Really the reason why we don't want to hurt other people's feelings as nice and noble as we think that we're, we are in thinking that, it's really that we're afraid of our own hurt feelings. The only reason I would care that maybe my sister or my mom or whoever in my life is going to affect me is because if I'm, I'm thinking if they're sad or they're mad, then I'm going to have feelings about that. They have their feelings and we know that. I'm going to feel bad about it and I don't want to feel bad. So in an effort, because that's the last stop, right? We can talk about their feelings and all of that, but the last stop on the train is how all of their reactions make us feel. So we will take time and hurt ourselves first and take on the brunt of the hurt and not say anything so they feel great so that we can take on the burden, which might sound noble, but at the end of the day, it leaves the relationship in a place of transaction instead of true compassion because the relationship becomes more about making sure that they get something so that hopefully at some point maybe you think that you'll get something. And then if that doesn't work, we end up in resentment because we feel like we've given way more than they have. When in reality, all that's really happened is you haven't spoken up, you didn't take the time to really express what you need, and they did. So we don't like to experience the discomfort that someone else is going to experience. And if you want to work on overcoming that so that you can start saying no, I think a good place to start is to get clear about three things. One, what do you think that pain that you're thinking you're going to cause for other for the other person? What do you think that is? Is it disappointment? Is it rage? What is it? Right? What pain do you think you're going to cause? Number two, what pain will that ignite in you? And number three, why is it important for you to say no anyway? Because the truth is there's going to be some type of uncomfortable or painful emotion either way, either through your own resentment of not saying something or You can decide to just go through the natural discomfort of we may need to talk through this because here's my honest reaction. They may not like it. And then we can have further conversation versus I'm not really going to like you anymore because I'm going to do you this favor and you better do me a favor later when I decide to do something I don't want to do. And I tell you yes anyway, putting all the responsibility on them to make sure you feel great, right? So that 
that's that's where I know is a little bit of a challenge. But I think when you get to a place when you can start allowing other people to own their own emotions and you own your own and everybody stays in their own bodies and has their own emotions, then you open up a gateway to further conversation and you can have compassion on each other and yeah, there's some discomfort. Yeah, I don't like this conversation. It's a little bit uncomfortable, but I know on the other side is us getting a little bit more understanding of each other so that we can both really feel connected. All right, so now let's dive into, now that I've got all that out of the way, now let's dive into the few phrases that I think are different ways of saying no. So if you are on the journey still and no still feels aggressive and you want a couple of different options, I want to give you a few that you can really try on. And these aren't in any particular type of progressional order, really choose whatever works. Um, But let's start with the first one. Instead of saying no, you could say, I'd rather. Start off with the phrase, I'd rather. So let's just say that your sister-in-law comes to you and she says, hey, I'd love for you to babysit the kids this weekend. What do you think, right? And you really don't want to do that. And you don't feel exactly comfortable saying no directly. You could either directly. I can tell people you can start with the actual phrase of I'd rather So you could, you know, or you can just say what you'd rather do. So variations could sound like, hey, I'd rather actually focus on spending some time with my friends this weekend. We haven't had a chance to get together in a while. And I told them I'd really prioritize them this weekend. And you can leave it at that. If you don't want to put I'd rather in there, you could just simply say, hey, I've got some plans for this weekend. And I'm going to uh, prioritize hanging out with whoever it is. You know, I've got need some, some spouse time or some me time or all of that. Now, what that just allows to have happen is if the word no just feels too strong, you've got in there an opportunity to really express here's somewhere else that I really want to be. Another like variation to this that's very similar is you could say, I, I want to, or I'd like to, but here's what I have going on. Um, I put that out there as two different options because sometimes people might not feel like they actually, maybe you really do want to, or maybe you don't want to. So you don't want to say, I want to do something if you don't. That's when I'd rather could be in there. But that's another variation because maybe you really want to, and you, but you don't want to change your existing plans. You love your nieces and nephews, so you don't mind babysitting. It's like, I want to, but I actually pr- told my friends I'd prioritize them this weekend. Now, you'll notice I'm using the word prioritize a lot, and I love that word because it lets people know that that's just what I've decided to focus my time on during the exact same time that you are asking for some kind of request. And that helps people to really, I think, visualize that it's not that I don't like you or that this could not be something that happens in the future. It's just right now, this is what I'm going to be focusing on. And I want to remind you that all of these phrases are not going to be a magic pill, right, for other people's reactions. Your sister-in-law might still come back and say, I understand that you want to spend some more time with your friends, but could you do it anyway? (laughs) Right? Like you could still have that reaction, but you still can come back and maybe use another one of the phrases that I'm about to introduce, or you can just repeat yourself again. It's like, hey, 
I would love to. You know I love my nieces and nephews, but here's what I have going on. All right. So those are some, uh, that's the first option for you. You could, I'd rather, or I'd love to, or I want to, but that way you get your needs expressed and you can let them know, I hear what your request is, but here is where I'm actually going to be, or here's what I'm actually going to do. All right. So that's one option. Here's another one for you. Second one. I think it would be a better fit if I were to do X, Y, Z. Any variation of, I think it would be better if. (laughs) I think it would be better if. So I think that this is a nice option if you are looking at, here's an example of maybe you and your friend decided to go out to get some meals. Maybe you've been paying a ton and your friend may come out and say, hey, are you going to get the check this time? Because maybe that's what she's been anticipating and that's been a pattern. This gives you another option outside of just a straight, no, I'm not going to do it. You can say, you know, I think it would be a better option if we were to split it. Or if you want to be even bolder, I think it would be a better um, option though if you were to pay since I've paid the last few times. I think it would be better is just a nice, easy way to open up conversation. I like to say I think in there as well because it puts it in a form of here is where I'm coming from. And most people's reaction to that might be to also then offer what they think right back at you. So now you've opened up the door for a conversation and now they really know where you stand as well in terms of a boundary. It's like, I, I, I think this would be the route that we should go. So that is another great second option for you. All right, here is my third one. I'm not sure this will be possible, but here's what I do think is. Another option, I don't think this will be possible, right, for me, but here's what I do think is. So this one to me is probably a little bit more the boldest one because it actually has a not in there. So as close as you're going to get to a no without actually saying a no. But I'm not sure. I don't think this will be possible is another way of letting the other person know that whatever it is they're requesting, it's not going to be a yes, but I'm open to really having um, more of a conversation with you because I'm going to give you another option. So if it is something where maybe your your mother-in-law, she calls you up and she says, hey, I think it would be great if we housed Thanksgiving over at your place this year. You know, I've been doing it and I think it should be, I think it should be, I think it should be over there with you. You have no plans or no desire to have to do any of that. <laughs> and you don't want to just say no. So you do have the option of saying, I don't think, or I'm not sure that that's going to be possible for us this year, but here's what I do think. What if we were to ask, maybe you bring in your brother, what if you were to ask our, your brother to house it this year and then see what happens? And, and then from there, now you have, even if she comes back and she says, well, no, I've already asked him. 
And now I'm asking you. Then you still get to say, I don't think that'll be possible for us this year. You can decide to provide another option or just keep the first part of the phrase. But the nice thing about it is that in my, and I have found in my personal experience that yes, no is always the fastest way there. But oftentimes when you're using these phrases, they can feel a little bit safer for you to use and they invite more conversation. And I do think as well, they help invite other people into the conversation. So if your mother-in-law is, yeah, I've already asked, I've already asked him and he said no, you can repeat yourself or you can choose one of the other phrases. It's like, you know, I would love to, but we're not really in a position to have people over at this time. I'd rather really spend time with the family at a different place, right? So you, you, you can mix and match a lot of these. I think it would be better if we were to have it at your place, right? You, you can introduce these options to help you further the conversation as you build up that confidence before you come out with just a straight no. <laughs> All right. So those are some different ways that you can say no. Remember that clear communication is really about opening up the doorway to listen compassionately, to be vulnerable and share who you are. And whenever you're doing that, a lot of times the words after those phrases will naturally come. Okay. They will naturally come. All right. So I look forward to hearing from some of you guys emailing me and fill crystalmorgancoaching.com to hear what kind of things you guys are going through so that I can make sure to put it on this podcast so you guys are getting help each week on things you're dealing with in your life. And until next time, bye-bye. Hey girl, if any of this resonated with you, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And if you want to work with me one-on-one, visit www.crystalmorgancoaching.com. Once again, that's www.crystalmorgancoaching.com. See you next week.